The team at Violent Gentlemen saw what I could do at their weekly skate and decided it was time to make our relationship official. Proud to announce the newest sponsor of the Eat'em Up podcast, Orange County's finest, Violent Gentlemen Hockey Club. Get ready for some hot takes, off-the-wall topics, and candid conversations with current and former players. It's time for Eat'em Up with Emerson Eat'em. All right, welcome to another episode of Eat'em Up with a twist. This one's Eat'em Eats, and I'm with John Gibson here. And Gibby, um, I got to get your door here, sir. It's cold out here in Buffalo. You're my guy. Okay, there we go, buddy. Okay, never said never said I didn't do anything for you, hey? <laughs> buddy, I'm pal. Gibby, we're taking you to Anchor Bar. They're famous for their buffalo wings, and... Uh, how do you feel about that? What, what, what do you think about buffalo wings at an original spot in Buffalo, New York? Uh, it's exciting. I like uh, I like buffalo wings. I like buffalo sauce. I'm excited to try an original wing. Don't and, sound too uh, excited. Let's go. Let's pucker up. Let's go. Like, whoa, are, are my, you a guy? My teacher's thawing out. <laughs> it's so cool. It's so cool. Okay. Well, we're looking forward to it, and uh, we'll be there pretty shortly here. We're just pulling up here soon, so looking forward to it. All right, we're uh, here. We finally sat down at the Anchor Bar, Gibby and I. And uh, today, Gibby, I want I want to, I know you. You're my boy. We've been uh, teammates and we've known each other for, for so long. But, you know, like I wanted to spend time eating with you and, and uh, kind of get into know maybe some, you know, some things about you that, uh, you know, people would never think to know about you. So anyway. Well, let's get right to it. So what we're going to do, 36 questions, Gibby. Right. So 36, of course, in honor of your number. Uh, and we're going to touch on how you got to that number uh, here in a, a couple questions. So starting with the first one, how did you become attendee? Um, just growing up, I was playing probably call it something different back then like when you first learned to skate or whatever your first teams kind of just rotate the goalie and I think I started goalie and then I was playing defense and then I was playing defense next to the goalie helping the goalie out getting your clears yeah so then I was just basically being a defenseman while playing goalie so then they just kind of put me a goalie full time and I never really looked back from there so it happened at a pretty young age probably I, I don't know exactly but I'd say between like five and Six, five and seven, if I had to guess. You just shut the door every every game. Or I don't know. What, I don't know what brought me to it, but yeah, it was just even when I wasn't playing goalie or playing forward, I was always just kind of coming back to the net and just found myself in there. So yeah, it was my happy place, I guess. Any roller hockey? When I was younger, I played roller hockey. Not never really on a team, but like growing up, being in the backyard, doing all that stuff. It was I was always out there shooting pucks, playing with my dad or my buddies. Just I would never play goalie though but I would always uh, like to play out and work on my slap shot. Any superstitions 
when you were growing up? Things that you would think back on and be like, wow, like I really did that when I was a kid. I think I just had like more of like a schedule that I tried to like abide to. Like I don't know if it was anything like, oh, I had to like drink, drink some at this time or do it in certain ways. I think it was just more like I had a schedule planned out and then I think the order you get and you have kids and you have stuff, it's like you only have so much time. You just got to go on play. Did you have one of those guys uh, that had the tape balls in their bags? What are those oh, guys? Oh, man, yeah. Back, back when I was younger, yeah. We always had, like, the one <laughs> yeah. kid that... The whole clear from Yeah, the but, like, he would, like, pass it around, so everybody have to... It was pretty cool, though, yeah. I forgot about those days. Uh, best future NHLer that you played uh, played against as a kid? Played against? Cheers, by the way. Cheers. I'm drinking I'm drinking a... Because of Brewery X, our, our sponsor, I'm, I'm saying a no-name IPA. And uh, Gibby, what are, you, what are you drinking right there? Pittsburgh's finest, Yingling. Just the, the Pittsburgh kid going with a, a Pittsburgh beer. Um, what was the question? Who, who do I think? Who, 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 was, who was the best future NHLer like you, played, you played against as a kid? I don't know. I remember when I was younger, there was a few kids on Little Caesars. They had, like, European names. They couldn't have been the same age as so us. So no one that made the show, like, you can really think back and... Honestly, well, my issue was I didn't play AAA until, like, the last year. And then, like, I played with, like, JT Miller and Vince Trocek and, like, you know, Sauter and those guys. So, like, I played with a lot I of thought, good players. I thought Sauter was older on your me. team, though. Sauter wasn't on your team growing up? No, he's a year older than me. So he, always, he was always, like, one year up. I thought you were always... And, I, I thought you somewhere played... Me and JT Miller, kind of, we played together. We played at the Pittsburgh Hornets, and then we went to the U.S. program together. What was your favorite goalie growing up? I like Curtis Joseph for his masks when I was really young. And then, I mean, growing up, being a Penguins fan, I, I watched Flurry. I mean, that's easy. Um, favorite tournament you went to growing up? I've never went to the Quebec or any of the big ones because I didn't play AAA then. Just just being dog, hey? Um, I'm trying to think off the top. Honestly, I remember, like, not for hockey or anything related, but I remember there was a few tournaments when I was younger that, I mean, you could probably relate. We went to uh, Canada for tournaments. I think one was like a Boxing Day tournament. And I'll never forget, like, there was one year, two hotels we stayed at had like a basketball hoop and a water slide in the pool. And I thought that was the best. So, like, I always said, like, those are my favorite tournaments. Because you know how it is. You play hockey and you go back. It's all about playing mini sticks and hanging out in the pool with your buddies. Name your top three legendary goalie masks. You, you touched on it there uh, a little bit. But yeah. your top three from a legend like yeah I mean I'd say Belfour, like Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Belf Eddie Belfour and uh, Curtis Joseph always had cool ones and then uh, I don't know who I'll put in three but I remember just growing up like d just a few different penguins when I was really younger uh, Patrick Laleem like always had these two eyes on the top of his nice, helmet and nice. I thought that was cool I, I remember I, I then, know what you're talking uh, about Johan Hedberg like got called up or something for like the one Penn's playoff run and they called him the moose because he had a moose on his helmet so I thought that was cool yeah what was the best advice that either one of your parents ever gave you? Just keep working, keep your head down and, and put the work and put the, put the extra time in and just basically hard work. I mean, 
cliche and everything, but I mean, no matter, I think, what, whatever you do for work or your profession or for a hobby, it's, you gotta work, you gotta put the time in. And staying on the topic, was your pops, was he the, the one that was, uh, I don't know, like, on the front lines or did he stay in, in the background and, and just let you do all the talking and, you know, was he... Uh, they were never, like, too overboard. I mean, it was definitely my, my dad, he was a basketball player, never played hockey or anything like that, but just always loved watching the Penguins and he always watched the games on TV when I was younger and that's how I got into it. From him watching the games, I would pick up a broom and a ball and just hit it around and then one thing led to another and then we started going to the games and I started playing hockey and then just kind of evolved from there. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. What's the significance of number 36? Just the number they gave to me as a rookie and you know me, I'm easy going so I just, I, I just what kept were your number? What were your numbers? I was like 130, 35, like I was everything. Okay, so okay, you were everything. Okay, but it was like you never really got to pick because, like, you know how it is when you're at the U.S. team, you have to pick like your second year. You had to be high numbers, and your or your first year, your high numbers. Your second year, your low numbers. So I was like, I think the one year I was like 35, and then the next year I was like one or 30, and then I go to Kitchener after, and whatever number I had the year before was I think I was one. It was retired, so I went back to 35, and then from Kitchener I come. I get drafted or whatever to Anaheim and they just gave me 36 so I said whatever I'm easy going you are you are um, what was it like winning the, the World Jays back in 2013 it was fun I mean it was uh, it was a new for Russia so not a lot going on there I mean it was kinda, what was that like what was that was, like it was super cold a lot of meat a lot of sausage a lot of that's what I remember about a lot of soup man like our, really? I remember like we were, Team Canada had the chefs we were just sitting there eating like soup and rice and like deli meat sandwiches but yeah I mean I think when you obviously if you win it kind of cancels everything out and I think in a way it kind of brought us closer together because it's not like you're you're always going out you have family and stuff like that it's just basically you're there with those 20 however many guys and that's your family and you're doing everything together what was the best season of your career so far in your mind and why I mean, probably the year we, we lost in the conference finals to uh, Nashville. I mean, obviously, it's the farthest we've gone and had some injuries and whatnot, but it was, it was a fun year. What was your win, uh, win total that year? you remember? Not much of a stats guy, you know. But I don't know. I really don't. I have no idea. I, could, I, I, I couldn't even guess. You're the man. Um, favorite paddle save. What, what's the your? If you could look back, what what is your most favorite paddle save you've made? I made one this year against Crosby in Pittsburgh, so I'll go with that one because that's the only one that sticks out in my mind. I'm sure I've had some, but that's the one that sticks out most recently. Favorite glove save. I don't know. Are these like are these like stats and you're just no, you, you just, make them and then you don't, yeah, you don't honestly, really? Yeah, like I mean you know me well enough by now. I, I know, I know. I think I think we're good. I, yeah, it's just I, I play the game. When it's over, it's over. And my next one was favorite pad save. So <laughs> you, you you answered that one. Yeah. I, I gotta I, I gotta get to thirty six questions here, Gibby. You know. We'll circle back. I'll I'll, I'll put it in the back of my my mind if I could think of anything. Fa favorite goalie stick. 
that you've ever used in your, your career? Like Easton for me came out with just ones back in the day. They had an all white stick that was so baller. They had the E, or the EQ. Yeah. Honestly, I'd, I'd probably say being in Pittsburgh, like playing like minor hockey and stuff like that, that was kind of around the time that Flurry came in and he had the all yellow pads and yellow stick and everything like that. And then uh, they started selling that yellow Reebok stick in the stores and I picked one of those up and I thought it was cool to kind of be like him. What's your uh, favorite goalie mask design you've had in your career? Had a lot. Uh, probably the one that sticks out the most is just the uh, like the Kobe tribute to all the people that passed nice. in, the, in the helicopter. That was pretty money. Yeah, I mean, it was just obviously everything that kind of went into it, being able to um, raffle it off to the charity, just kind of raise some money, and then I ended up getting another one made for myself to keep to hold on to. So That's awesome. Yeah. How much did you guys raise? I think it was close to like 25000 I don't remember so, off the top of my head, but yeah, dude, between like 20 and 25. Cheers. cheers to that. Um, favorite pad design? Come on. And I always liked all the Brian's, the, the, the old Brian's back yeah, in the so, day, you know what I mean? Yeah, so I know you I'll, were a Vaughn guy. I'll take at, a play off that. Whenever I was younger, Brian's was like my first ones, and I played for the Pittsburgh Hornets. I had like this. Uh, what, yellow? No, it was like silver with like yellow icebergs and stuff like that. I mean, when, like now I don't really care, but when I was younger, I was so into that stuff. So, and Brian's had some pretty cool designs back then. So, something, something along the lines with those. Besides me, best practice player. <laughs> who, who, who sniped? Who sniped again? Practice player. <laughs> who, who? We have a lot. Who, 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 who like did Getsy actually? Was he sniping out there? Like who? Who's sniping in, in, in practice? Play. In practice. Cogliano used to be a hell of a practice player. Really? Remember? Yeah. He, I feel yeah, like he I would feel, always yeah. go like bar down yeah. and just snipe. Yeah. yeah. So Cogs? Off the top of my head, I'd say Cogs right Cogs, now. Cogs, that's great. That's so... Besides me, best player you've ever faced off against? Faced off against? <laughs> who's the best Who's the best show guy that, that you've gone... Just... Pure scorer, playmaker. You know, from from your vision, being a goalie and a really, I mean, really elite goalie. Like, who who have you faced? I mean, how do you not say McDavid? I mean, there's yeah. Now, nah, I mean, there's so many, but yeah, I'd say McDavid off the top of my head. That's awesome. Um, favorite road bomb to play in? Um, that's tough. I'll give you a top three. I'll say Vegas. Ooh, we're getting a top three from, from Nashville. Gary. What a guy. Nashville. I'll say Pittsburgh just from the standpoint of, you know, I mean, you got grandparents, you got family that can't really travel. So when we play there, usually I get to see some family that I don't get to see too often. Favorite road city and why? It's tough. I mean, Nashville is cool, obviously. You got the nice arena, you got Broadway, you got good food. There's a restaurant that one of, probably one of my top two is in Dallas, so Dallas has to be up there, too. I think you, you were just telling oh, me about Monarch, it. Was a, yeah, Monarch. Yeah, Shaddy's buddy, like, I guess, Kevin Shagford's buddy either helped open it or something, and he took us last year, and every time I've gone back to Dallas, that's been my spot to eat. You're, you're a Monarch type of guy, hey? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Sometimes I have trouble picking what to wear, so I stock the closet exclusively with heavy hitters. My friends at Violent Gentleman Hockey Club 
have stacked my closet full in support of the pod, and they'd like to stock yours as well. They've been putting the fan first for over 12 years right here in Orange County. Timeless design paired with enduring quality run by some of the best folks I've ever met. Shop now at VGHC.com. What's your pregame meal at home? At home? Yeah, what are you whipping uh, up at home these days? The wife cooks me just some uh, whole wheat pasta and uh, two chicken breasts. Simple. And you retired. What, what's the, the restaurant there? Yeah, keep it lighter, keep it healthier nowadays. Well, what's your pregame meal on the road? On the road, I do a pretty big salad. Just nothing crazy, just like garden salad. And then I uh, I just go, try to go whole wheat noodles or spaghetti, whatever they have, and just meat sauce. You want to tell the listeners my uh, pregame meal back in the day? What part do you of remember? It? <laughs> what part of it? It was probably like two of these plates. Guy acted like he wasn't eating for the next 24 hours. I'll I'll tell you, and I'm not going to name names. When I was in Vancouver, I had one of my plates of uh, spaghetti, and I had meat sauce on it. I was going, it slid off the plate and onto one of the guy who works for the team's shoes. What'd you say? (laughs) I was shocked. I was like, dude, sorry. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. (laughs) There is a a little, uh, a little story for some of my pregame. But I had the cottage cheese. You know, I had the cottage cheese. I had the the shredded cheese. You half of of the plate was cheese. The other half was the fifty-seven sauce. (laughs) Probably weighed five pounds. That's so funny. Starting two hours prior to puck drop. What what what's your routine? Like to, to starting two hours prior. Um, yeah, usually trying to get there right around two hours. Uh, I'll get there, tape my stick, throw heat back on. I mean, I usually get like uh, 15 minutes of treatment before video, and there's usually like video around 5:30. The heat packs are nice, hey? Yeah, I think like 5.45. Like when the game clock starts going, that's when I just kind of get start doing my warm-up, get, get ready for the game, and then I usually get dressed for the game around like 30 on the clock. Where do you, put, around the, where do you put heat packs? Like on the shoulders, lower back? I just back. low back, yeah, just low back. Lower back, so nice. While I'm taping my stick, it's getting warmed up, and then uh, take that off, get some ART and some manual work, and I'm ready to go. I talked about superstitions a little bit earlier. Uh, when you were younger, though, any superstitions now? Out of the out of the ordinary or no? No, just, I mean, I think like everybody has like their routine about like, like their warm-up routine. You just try to keep it, like, you just consistent. I mean, that's your routine. It's just your way of getting ready for the game. But I don't think there's anything crazy, no. You almost scrapped Phoenix Copley last season. Is getting into a scrap something that you you want to do, or just if it happens, it happens. Yeah. I don't really if care. not, I've been what, in one what, before. Yeah. What win? In Norfolk. Norfolk. Yeah. I gotta I search thought, this. I was, uh, uh, who was that old righty? Was I was I down there at the time? I don't know. I have no idea. Okay, I mean, I was only there the one year, so you were probably. I mean, that was when you were obviously going back and forth. What's your favorite goalie scrap of all time? Back in the day, like. Oh, we have to be one of the ones with uh, 
like Wall or Osgood yeah, or who was the, who was the guy from Philly that was just oh crazy. Hextall yeah Hextall, Hextall all over yeah the place, so I'd say one of the like one of those ones I mean, right. those are all the ones that you I mean stick out at the top of your head too Hextall right? going goal line to goal line. yeah yeah no that's pretty um, we have a, a mutual acquaintance in, in JT Miller. Any on the record chirp that you want to just toss out to, to Millsy or no? No, no comment. No, I can't do that to him. <laughs> Not right now, at least. Play it safe. We, yeah. we, always, we always say playing it safe is the better way to go. Yeah, like, exactly. Anyway, I saw him uh, in the locker room in Vancouver, so. What a guy, what a family. Um, who in, in your mind is the greatest athlete out of Pittsburgh? Born, born, and, born and raised out of Pittsburgh. Who's the... Honestly, like, not to sound bad, I don't know. I, like, I know there's a lot more athletes just than hockey and, like, the ones that I know. So I, I can't even, I probably couldn't name just because I don't know everybody. Because I'm sure that, th- I know that there's been, like, there's been football players that's came up a little bit before me. There's been, I mean, think about probably before I was born, there was people, I mean, Ryan Malone came out of there. I mean, there's there's a lot of people. Matt Burkow. I mean, there's there's a lot of people that played just hockey that I know. But I'm imagine probably the the women and, and people that have played other sports too that I don't even I don't even know. Do you like where the Steelers are at, headed as an organization? Do you, do you, do you like? I mean, being a they gotta get a, a quarterback. Yeah, no, they, I think they'll be set. You think you can uh, fit the no. bill? Can get, get you? No, you got the size for it. What, what are you? What are you these days? I'll tell you. 6'3". 6'3". You got a quarterback size. Can you sling him? I feel like I, w- I would be like a receiver, not a not a quarterback. Almost done here. We we got uh, some some wings to chow down on. How much has Alexa, your wife, of course, been an impact to, to your career? Uh, huge part. I mean, obviously now with having three kids, it's it's even more magnified to be able to hold, hold everything down at home when we're on the road. Not that not that it's easier when it's just us, but I mean, there's obviously a lot less you have to worry about. And now you have three kids, and you're on the road for weeks at a time it's a lot more stress and anxiety on them so for her to be able to hold it down all the time it's it's huge for for her for for me just for the whole family you you go from two girls now you have uh three kids you just had had a a baby boy so congratulations how is that two to the me and my wife we have two kids how is two going to three Zone defense. <laughs> uh, I mean, right now, I mean, he's straight lines. Yeah, he he's he's only eight weeks, so it's like he's not doing a whole lot. I'm sure the order he gets and the and he, when he starts to grow and start moving around, then it, it'll be more. But right now, it's it's not too bad. Stick on puck, straight lines, yeah. and, and, and try to just, try to get your clears. Exactly, dump and change. Gabby, <laughs> at 50 years old, you're gonna be on the barbecue. You're going to be one of those guys on the barbecue. Are you rocking the New Balances, the Jordans, the Jays? Because you were a J ones, right? Yeah, I'm always still? Jordan. Nah, I don't wear them. Was it the, I do. the ones, right? Yeah, if I, if I, yeah, I'd wear Jordans. Or Alexander McQueen's. What is it? The, the ones. Well, you're, you're, you're going to continue at 50 years old on the barbecue, flipping burgers, Crocs for your for your kids, Crocs, Crocs. Crocs. 
I'm a big Crocs guy. And you have the little uh, pens? No, to, not no, the no, no. Just, just the old school basic Crocs. The Steeler pens in your... <laughs> okay. Besides Vesna, Stanley Cup Hall of Fame, like what what's something you haven't done uh, just as a as a goalie that you you want to accomplish? Is there a win mark that? And, and I I asked it earlier, you, you can't even name that season. Yeah, I mean, so. I think I don't think I've ever hit like 35 or so like that. So I mean, I, I obviously just get as many wins as you can. And right right now, it's just getting back to the playoffs. Pretty simple. So Maharaj Shadzi, as as we we call him, um, has been battling um, yeah. and uh, he's been battling cancer, of course, and uh, a lot of us got to see him uh, there in Toronto. And, and what has Sudsy meant to you in your career? Um, yeah, I've been asked this a lot over the last year, and I, and I, I keep kind of saying the same answer. I can't really sit here and, and tell you about it. You just you had to be around I mean he's been we've been around each other for eight years so I mean you're you have that relationship it's it's more than just a coach I mean he's he's like a family member to me I mean we don't talk like he's he's my coach I mean it's basically like family he, you, you work with someone that long you, you have an understanding you, you know what's expected from each other so it's kind of half the time nothing really needs to be said you just know what you got to do and obviously the last year it's been hard I mean I, I, he, he's he told the team and he said it I'll never forget he called me this summer and he asked me to be his pallbearer if something went that went wrong and caught me obviously off guard but just kind of put everything into perspective and then you, you hear he's he only gets a 20 or 30 percent chance to live and the things that he's done now and almost beating it and now it's just the road to recovery and putting on some pounds and getting some strength. But it was awesome to see him, just not only for me, I think for the whole team. I mean, he's, he's been, been here and ha- had a lot of relationships with other guys and the coaches. So it's, it was nice just to see him and just talk to him and give him a hug. Cheers to Sudsy. Give me yeah. some. Cheers, Cheers to Sudsy. Cheers to you uh, joining us here on Eat Em Eats. Once again, the, the new twist on it. So, Eat Em Eats. Uh, we got to eat up before all these wings. Let's get eat cold. some wings. Yeah, I've, I've held you up enough here. You're foaming at the mouth here. You're chomping you're, you're <laughs> at the bit to, to get in here. Yeah. Okay. All right, Gibby, let's dig in here. These are the original, what, the original medium? We got medium, right? Original. Uh, medium and something barbecue. Original medium and original barbecue. They're both wet, so there were, it was, uh, it was a, a debate whether Cheers. we go dry rub or, or wet. We went wet, so. How does it taste, Gibby? Really good. I hope you're not. Really good. I don't know who. You're not my friend if uh, you don't dip it in ranch here, your buffalo wings. How is it? What did you, what did you grab? You grabbed the uh, barbecue? No, I want buffalo first. Okay, I'm going to go barbecue first. Jeez, hey. Do we need to put a bib on you? Or? <laughs> mm, look at that. Clean. Mm. That was good. Have you not been eating? She's right off the bone. How I can teach you. How, how bomb is this? I got a, how's the barbecue? How, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Mm. 
I can't get it off the bone like you, dude. Oh wow, that barbecue sauce is dude. I nice. can't. I can't get it off the bone. Okay. So give me. How to not eat a wing like Emerson ate them? No, this guy can take the meat off the bone with the best of them. It's like there's no meat on that bone, and that's in like two seconds. Anyway, we, we might have to discuss eating competition. One of those, the Buffalo style eating competition. Gibby. Joey Chestnut Jr. <laughs> overall, overall thoughts, you've had one Man, they're wet both buffalo, really good. you've had one barbecue. I'm only on the barbecue. It's pretty, it's pretty fire. I give it 10 out of 10. Really I good. seriously give it 10 out of 10. Yeah. Like, it's unbelievable. The okay. sauce, the chicken, everything. Anchor Bar, we appreciate you. Um, beer's great. Wings are great. Good. Gibby, I appreciate you. Recommended to everyone. 10 out of 10. Thanks for doing this. And, uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Eat em Thank you. Up uh, with the twist, Eat em Eats. So, thanks for joining us, and uh, see you next time. If you love today's content, then I'd love for you to take a trip over to VGHC.com or stop by their Costa Mesa flagship store to see what the club is cooking up for hockey fans worldwide. This is an Anaheim Ducks original production on Duck Stream.